He's missed from 39. He's missed from 44. This would be a 49-yarder. Would tie his season long if he hits it. Snap and hold are good. The kick is hooking. And it's wide left again. Three times in a row. All wide left. Unbelievable. Welcome back to the That's What I Said podcast. Today is Monday, November 6, 2017. The Seattle Seahawks dropped their third game of the season yesterday to the pro football team from Washington, D.C., losing 17-14. And I want to say that the result surprised me. I did predict the Seahawks' victory, but truth be told, I wasn't too confident when I made that pick. This is the team, after all, that just last week gave up 40 points to the Houston Texans and their rookie quarterback, Deshaun Watson. The team from our nation's capital was without three-fifths of their starting offensive line, and I'm pretty sure all three of the replacements had only been with the team for about a week. Washington's defense allows nearly 26 points per game, which is ninth worst in the league, and they give up 337 yards of offense, which is good enough for 14th in the league. And it's not like their offense is any better. Kirk Cousins is good, but he's not great. He's got the 7th most passing yards and the 7th most touchdowns. The Rams have the 22nd ranked rushing offense in the league as well. The Seahawks, on the other hand, have the 4th best offense in the league when looking at yards, and they're 10th in scoring. And while their defense has been suspect this year, only four teams have allowed fewer points. So yeah, I didn't think this would be a cakewalk, but going into this game, I thought Seattle would win. As you heard in the intro, new Seahawks kicker Blair Walsh missed three field goals. Make one, we're tied. Make two, we win. After the game, I sent my buddies the following text. Bear with me, it's long. I think this was one of our worst losses in franchise history. How do you lose to a team that's 3-12 and against teams that are 500 and better, who had to travel across the country, that's missing three-fifths of their starting offensive line, and whose best wide receiver is a former quarterback, former Seahawk Terrell Pryor. My text continued, You commit something like 20 penalties, most of which were against the offense, specifically the offensive line. Side note, listen to this paragraph from the Washington Post. Every offensive lineman was flagged at least once. There were four pre-snap penalties on Seattle's offense, three holding calls, two offensive pass interference flags, and one unnecessary roughness call. The penalties left Seattle facing the likes of 1st and 20, 2nd and 30, 3rd and 18, and 4th and 29. Now back to my text. The Seahawks were horrible on 3rd down, and our kicker is known in this town for missing important kicks. This is the same Blair Walsh who missed a huge field goal last year in the playoffs, costing his former team, the Minnesota Vikings, a win against the Seahawks. This, referring to the Seahawks, is not a Super Bowl-caliber offense, and the coaching staff is not coaching at a championship level. At best, the Seahawks are a second wildcard team. Unfortunately, if the season ended today, which I admit is one of the dumbest of the stupid sports cliches, the Seahawks wouldn't even be a playoff team because all the tiebreakers go to the Dallas Cowboys. That's the end of my text. This morning, perplexed about the state of the team, I reached out to a former co-worker and one of the best Seahawks reporters in town, Danny O'Neill from 710 ESPN. My question via Twitter was simple. Where does the loss rank among the worst in franchise history? His response was surprising. Honestly, he said this is not in the top of all-time regular season losses. He pointed to a 2009 home loss to Tampa Bay and a 2011 road loss to Cleveland as two worst defeats. My man Zach was quick to jump in, tweeting back that the difference between those teams and this one is that this team is considered a legitimate Super Bowl contender, whereas those other teams were not. My original tweet garnered a lot of attention, about a thousand impressions and several replies. Most of those who replied to the tweet agreed with Zach. The consensus among 12s on Twitter is that yesterday's loss was huge and that their future seems to be in doubt. 
After the game, Zach, who was always quick to jump off the bandwagon, said he thought that this is the beginning of the end for this team. My original prediction for this year's team was 10-6, and six, but I changed that to 9-7 and seven after the Seahawks lost to Tennessee back in Week 3. I woke up this morning unsure if the Seahawks could finish the season 8-8. Eight and eight. Tell me what you think. Hit me on Twitter at That's What I Said, or you can find me on Facebook at That's What I Said. As always, you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and now it's available on Google Play for those of you guys who use that as well. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys soon.